Welcome to Empire Radio with PJ Braun and Aaron Sengerman. Welcome to the Supreme Authority. PJ, we are back at number 10. 10 shows. It seems like just yesterday we started it. 10 is like a monumental number. So I think it at least uh, deserves a moment of, uh, of recognition. Is that the right word? Recognition? To recognize. Uh, that, is, that is not the right word, actually. <laughs> to recognize. Too many vodkas, PJ. Too many Recognization, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, that sounds like some, like some gangster ebonic shit. <laughs> you better recognition that. I'm looking to get a little recognition up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 10. 10 is good. 10 shows. Yeah, this is like a special that. show. And, and it's not just special because it's number 10. We've got a very special guest this show. We've got a lot of good topics. The show is uh, picking up traction as we go along. Um, it's uh, pretty uh, impressive, wouldn't you say? Very impressive. We have a great guest tonight. Uh, you know, I was thinking... After we have this guest tonight, with some of the guests that we have put together, you know, we should actually come up with like a panel. Like, remember when Howard Stern would get all of his crazy weirdos together, and they would have they would have them play like, um, you know, just different games. That's a great like, idea, like, PJ. We got to get like all our guys together. Like, like we'll get like Doctor uh, Sean. We'll get our guest tonight. Uh, we could get the Big Sexy. We can get uh, Big Ron Bartlow. You know, that would we can be get interesting. Together. Uh, it will be pretty fun, I think. Throw in Amber and Dar- or Darielle or something in there. You got you got a very interesting board. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could play some interesting games. I like this idea, PJ. That was that's a really good idea. Um, we have a very uh, with this new guest, and I'll just give away her name. We'll talk more about her in a little while. But Miss Devious is our guest tonight. Miss Devious. So you can only imagine with a name like that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sure they're all very excited to hear about this. Uh, we will not disappoint tonight. No, this is going to be a uh, a monster of a show, I believe, PJ. I don't want to set I don't want to set our bar too high, but um, last show was very good. It was extremely gay. This show, I believe, gay. will top even our gayest show to date. Um, I, I know we discussed this earlier in the week, but uh, I love it. I am overwhelmed by the gay response that we have got from this show. I mean, everybody. Is gaining it up on Facebook. We're gaining it up on RX Muscle. It's like we really started something here. We really like like created something special, something really gay and special. Um, it's amazing. Even Twitter, they're gaining it up on Twitter. I mean, I am. Uh, we need to start a new hashtag. You know, the little trending symbol, PJ. We need to make yes. for Spiky Smith. We need to make it hashtag could be gay is cool, and we can attach that to all of our gay comments so people will understand. That way, this thing can go viral and it'll even go past the bodybuilding community to the uh, mainstream. People will uh, just be gay everywhere, and, and it'll start I, with I us. Love it. Yeah. Oh, and you know, we single handedly did this. There was actually a commercial um, with lots of famous people, like famous athletes and stuff like that, all basically saying how it's not cool to use the word gay, you know, like they're like, don't use that word anymore. Don't use that word. But you know what? They, they had the wrong approach. All these famous people, all these, these stars, these athletes they had the wrong ap- approach. What they needed to do was use their influence to get people to use gay in the way it was supposed to be used, a fun, joyous, happy thing. And that's what we did. So we actually took the right approach to making gay cool. I believe so. Now I'm a little disappointed, PJ. I'm not going to lie. Spiky Smith, the really the inspiration behind making gay cool, 
um, is uh, has disappeared. I haven't heard from him. I am very surprised. I figured, you know, he every show he seems to have an opinion about something we need to do differently or a way to approach it differently. Sometimes he's a little upset with some comments that you or I make. Uh, he suggests differences and uh, things that things but not. He doesn't want to alter the show because he loves the show, but he likes to to help me to see things in a gayer light. And you know, he really did. He made a big difference. I think maybe on the whole world with the last show. You know, um, and I haven't heard from him. I'm a, little, I'm a little surprised and maybe a little disappointed. It's it's really strange because you know you have told me more than once you know, about him commenting on our shows. And I was like, assuming that this show, he would have a lot of feedback on. Um, uh, I am totally clueless and baffled as to why he would not have uh, contacted either one of us. Um, but uh, Maybe know. he was overwhelmed so, with gayness. Yeah, maybe. maybe the gayness just, just was too much for him. Yeah, uh, but it was it was very gay. I mean, it was it was amazing. You know, I even um, I even tried to elicit a comment from him, sending a picture of a uh, uh, Dave Palumbo's um, shredded glutes that he took at Nashville <laughs> to post on the board. I sent that to him, assuming he'd write back, but nothing. You know, he just I missed. Wow. I guess he took in the glutes. Well, hopefully and, it's okay. Hope, hopefully it's not something uh, bad. Hopefully it's okay. I hope uh, so. I would have thought that the, the Palumbo glutes would have got him. Uh, you know. You know, got him excited enough or interested enough to uh, at least respond and ask. You know, where did that come? Yeah, from? I, I've never seen a pair of Palumbo boots where I didn't want to at least say something back to it. You know, <laughs> you, you, it's hard not to be say something. I mean, you so, know, gasp or scream or <laughs> you know something. You know, it, it, generally it elicits some kind of response, favorable mm-hmm. or negative. There's something to be said. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's very, very strange. Very, I hope very Spikey, strange. I hope Spikey's okay. Spikey, if you're listening to the show, we expect to hear from you soon. Where are you, man? We want to hear from you. We need to get Spikey Smith on the show, maybe. You know, I can get him to have a list, like a top ten list of things we could do to make our show more gay-friendly and have him come on and read off the list. We should get him on. I want to get um, Flower on the show, the guy who, uh, the gay guy that is friends with Amber, who's actually not my friend as well, um, who told us about Grinder and Adam and Adam and stuff. He, I'm learning so much. Uh, fantastic stuff from him. He's really uh, a, a wealth of uh, information uh, when it comes to like just things that, that gay guys do and, and you know gay activities and stuff. And let's he, uh, he was, let's set this up appropriately, PJ. He was over at your house earlier today, and you were laying on down. No, that, that was it. Was not today. It was Sunday. 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 Okay, so he, you were laying down, and he was on top of you, massaging you. <laughs> and, and, and how did this all come up? Well. He is the massage therapist. I didn't just ask him to, to rub me down. <laughs> He's a massage therapist. And um, uh, I wanted a massage. Uh, I, I'm not getting my ART treatment until Friday, and I'm, I'm beat up. My back's beat up. So I was like, look, I'll pay you to work on me. You know, just, just tear me up. And oh. so, first of, all, he, he, first of all, he's never uh, worked on anybody like me before. He's worked on, you know, older guys and, you know, Little, little twink gay guys, but he never worked on a big, like, muscular guy before. He was, like, kind of freaked out. And um, he was, like, staring at me like I was, like, like a Rubik's Cube. Like, he didn't know how to, like, assess, like, how to start everything. He, and he was like, oh, my God, I've never worked on somebody as big as you before. And we didn't know where to start. It's so weird, all these muscles. And you like to have all those muscles. I was like, just, just dig your elbow into me. Like, don't even, like, worry about anything, you know? So he's massaging me, and he's like, I have to go to an appointment after this when I'm done, and um, he wants to get manscaped. And I was like, what? 
And he was like, yeah, he's going to pay me another $100 to manscape. And I was like, manscape? Like, you're going to shave his pubes? And he was like, yeah, basically. I go, shut the fuck up. Sorry, I was like, and he goes, because if now some guys, like, you know, I'll, I'll charge him, like, an extra $100. And, you know, it's just, like, something like the gay community. Wait, wait, wait. He does $100 just to shave the pubes, or they do, like, their back and the chest and, like, the rest of the, the like, the ass and stuff, too? I think they do everything, like, the chest and everything, but mostly the pubes. Well, I mean, the pubes and are would, easily accessible. Why would you – if I were a gay dude, I would want him to shave my back because you can't reach that. Yeah, that's, like, he's helping you out. I mean, let's put it like this from a straight standard. Like, like, like I can't imagine paying, like, a really hot girl, like, $100 to shave my pubes for me. You know what I mean? You have to be really desperate to, like – Yeah, like, you know what would really turn me on if you came <laughs> over here? And, and shaved my pubes for me. And you know what's so funny is that I was talking about how long my pubes were on the last episode. And um, so I was like, so wait a minute, like, if I throw you like 10 bucks. Oh my God, did he shave your pubes, PJ? Oh, no, no, I wouldn't. I, I actually <laughs> built around with him when I, when I was done. Um, you know, he was, he was all tired. He was all sweaty in shape. He never worked on like a, you know, somebody did like Did he have a huge thing. erection, PJ? He did have a, a, an erection. What would you have um, said? And, what would uh, you have said if you if you stood up and like and he was done and you stood up and looked at him and he had like a fucking enormous erection? His pants were all bulged out. I would have open hand slapped it with as much force as I possibly could. Would you have really freaked out or would you have been like, "Wow, okay"? Um, no, I, I, I it's a, I have throughout the years, commonly. Um, elicited that uh, reaction from. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say that I make the ladies' panties wet, but I'm really more of the kind of guy that inspires uh, uh than anything else. Um, but when, when he was done massaging me, I was like, "Are you done?" He was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Cool." I was like, um, "I have clippers in the bathroom. If you want to just touch up my pubes real quick." And he was like, he just started dying laughing. He knew, you know, um, obviously his his best friend is the girl that I have sex with regularly, so he knew I was kidding. Um, but then actually he did shit my pubes after that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I was amazed by that. I, I learned these things every day. Hundred dollars for some pube shaving, man. I'm I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm picking up dumbbells and weights and stuff, and you know, I could be just shaving pubes all over the place, getting paid. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. Um... Speaking of shaving pubes, I was in New York this weekend, and uh, <laughs> that has nothing to do with pubes. But uh, I was in nope, New York. Nope. It was cold. I mean, if you are, uh, you, it was a uh, very free, frigid compared to Tampa, Florida, or California. Um, actually, you know, this is probably the first time that I can imagine for any extended period of time in uh, in winter that you've been away from the cold like this. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Do you miss the cold? Um, do I miss the cold now? Do you miss the snow? Um, Were you, do you, like, dying to see a little snow? No. On Christmas, I wanted to see it, and I didn't. I'm over it. Well, I, we saw a little snow on the way to uh, – I went to – basically, this is what happened. I came in. We came to New York to tape the TV show and for Darielle to do Chris Aceto and Dave Palumbo's Smart Training Course. Darielle really wanted to take their course, and uh, she did, and I certainly did not. Um, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you not take the course? I had no interest in taking the course. I heard plenty of Dave speak enough as it is. I, it would have been, uh, it would have been, 
as much as it sounds like if I were just like a normal person who was like into, you know, like I was just a few years ago that didn't have any involvement with Dave, I would have definitely, I mean, without a doubt paid $500 to talk or to see Chris and Dave teach a class and be part of that. That's actually sounds like oh, a good Chris, deal to me. I don't know that Chris does the class too. Yeah. Yeah. He's Dave has just recently involved him in teaching the class. So oh, um, I like that. I like that a little more. So yeah, I would have, yeah. I mean for $500 for, it was 14 hours of classroom work um, and gym work too. So like, yeah, I would have absolutely done it, but like I get enough of Dave as it is, you know? So um, it would have been, let me uh, cut you off. Let me, let me cut you off for one second. Yeah. Um, is this smart certification a real sort of you get you actually are certified to train people like legally with this certification? Yeah, you get a um, uh, certificate. I mean, I, I, I mean, it depends uh, is, on the is, gym. It, is it recognized by like gyms? Can I go into an Equinox or a twenty four hour fitness, whatever, and apply for a job if I wanted to with my smart training certificate? Some gyms, yes. Some gyms, no. I think it depends. Dave's got it accepted, and it's like accredited through some organizations but not through all of them like darielle can use it she is a nasm certified nasm and uh, so it counts as uh points towards her like um renewal or recertification like you get a bunch of points for it but it's not uh they don't like i don't know they don't consider it equivalent to nasm so I don't know. I, who knows? I mean, I think that the selling point for the, this whole deal is because you're getting uh, 15 hours with Dave and Chris. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the selling point, not the not not the fact that you're going to take that. The difference between this course and like, for example, like I took ISSA, which I really liked. Um, yeah, I took that as also. Well, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, the difference between that and this is that Dave's course is strictly to make you a good personal trainer. Um, everything mm-hmm. you're going to learn is applicable to training people in the gym and running into situations you'll run into with clients that you'll meet and, and train, uh, even teaches you to be a better trainer and make more money training and, uh, business strategies uh-huh. and, uh, selling strategies or re-signing people's strategies in the gym. Whereas ISSA, I learned stuff about like the VO two max and like, you know, yeah. shit that I'll never, ever, ever use, you know? Um, so if you look at it that way, you know, uh, this could be a lot more valuable to people, uh, than a, a class like, um, ISSA or, or ACE. I did ACE also. And, uh, especially ACE. I don't, I don't know if you, if you are familiar with that one, but we learned a lot of yes, stuff of about course. track stuff and swimming. And there's like whole sections on endurance training. And I've never once back when I was training people have somebody come to me and say, man, I just want to be a, a really good at endurance stuff, you know, like be able to run a long, long distance. Nobody ever asked me mm-hmm. for that. Everybody wants to look better naked, basically, you know, of course. Um, so Dave's course was interesting, but um, the highlight of the trip for me was the TV show, which is a little unusual because you've been to a lot of the TV shows and they're always pretty fun to do, but um this one was particularly fun and it was a little weird because usually I can get you, I can convince you to drive in for the TV show if I'm there in town. And obviously this time, uh, it would have been a long, long drive. So, uh, that wasn't happening from California. Um, but, uh, the TV show was cool. This is why we had two reasons. One, they had this black dude, Eric, who came in and he is a reptile, uh, exhibitor. Like he does like reptile shows. Cool. I, I don't know if I'm like ruining in the show now because people are going to know a little bit what it's about, but you know, so be it. Um, he brought in all these awesome animals and, uh, 
everybody was drinking and having a good time. I wasn't dieting. So everybody was in a very good mood. And uh, Jimmy was there. And, of course, Gariel and Nola and Dave and Jimmy the Bull and uh, Jeff and et cetera, et cetera, so forth. Anyway, Keith, this guy, is this black dude, right? And uh, I wouldn't generally think of black dudes being so into reptiles, but he loves them. And uh, imagine the whitest black dude. Why, why, can't, why can't a black guy be into reptiles? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's like You a think reason. that black people are, are racist versus reptiles? I don't know. I just don't, I don't see that. Like, I, am, I was surprised um, that he was so into it that he, like, fell in love with reptiles when he was young. Um, anyway, the, there, there, there's a point to that in a second. But the, uh, he yeah. had a, uh, you know, like the Britney Spears uh, albino. Of course. Um, pipe, yeah. So Darielle put that over her shoulders and sang uh, uh, that song that Britney Spears sang. What's that? Really? Yeah. Out of a bunch of people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, why do I miss the best shit? I don't understand. I miss everything good. If I was there for that, I would have publicly masturbated. Yeah. Oh, it's my girlfriend? That's to the gross. Snake. To the snake, to the snake, to the, the snake. snake. Okay, all right. Uh, the snake was a man. Just and, like and I, I do appreciate good singing. Um, well, the the better one she did at last by Etta James to end the show. And wait till you hear this. It, she did like I don't know what if it was the, the the alcoholic beverages or what, but she was loosened up, and this was the uh, probably the best singing I had heard her. I had I have so far heard her do. So that was like that's the real highlight for me. But it was interesting. He had like this bullfrog, African bullfrog, and this frog was enormous, like a ten pound bullfrog. I mean, Is it, was it one of those ones that eats rats? It ate a rat right in front of us. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, it ate, a, it ate like a full-size rat. It broke its neck and ate it right in front of us. Oh, uh, was the rat alive? Um, no, no, he had killed it first. Oh, he should have let the rat alive. So this dude, Eric, right? Dave just suddenly asked him. He's like, he's like, do you have a hard time finding girls with all this? And he's like, well, uh, uh, and Dave's like, well, are you gay? And the guy's like, Yes. And I was like, oh, I, I couldn't believe he said, he said that just because like he obviously said it with a lot of reticence, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he seemed like, like he was, didn't really want to like say that, but he said it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seemed, he, like, I've never seen a black guy blush before, but he turned red. And, uh, like, I think he like got caught off guard by the question and just answered it too quickly. And, uh-huh. uh, he seemed very nervous after that and kind of got out of there quickly. That's funny. So I don't know if I'm like if he's gonna like be like embarrassed that he like outed himself or what. But uh, uh, that's maybe that's why the black guy. What's that? It's 2012. You know, we're all out. You know, we're all out. Yeah, of course. Um, he's probably one of the guys emailing you for his underwear. Your underwear. Most likely. But uh, but that explains right the the reptile love thing. I thought that was weird, but you know. Really, you think that explains the reptile love? I don't know. I'm just I'm just. Have you ever heard of? I mean, doesn't that strike you as strange? That he's this I, don't, I love reptiles, so that's why I'm getting. I'm kind of a little bit, you know, taken back by this now. Do you? Are you really? Do you love reptiles? Yeah, I love. I'm going to get a snake. We are getting a snake. Amber likes uh, reptiles also. Why? We're in the process of getting a snake. Why? They cool. don't love you. They don't care about you. They're like they're cold blooded. I know, but I, I want I want a cold blooded vicious snake killer in my house, and I want to feed him rats. So you just want to watch him kill stuff? Well, I want to watch it grow. And I think my snake would love me. Yeah? No, it doesn't care about you. It doesn't even recognize. It won't know the difference between you, me, or, you know, anybody else. 
Meyer Snake would because I would talk to him in a special snake voice. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Piglet? Because I had the Piglet voice. Piglet's with my mom and my brother and his girlfriend love him so much that they, they're like, they don't want to give him back to me now. Well, he's your he's your uh, cat, so I'm about to say your your snake. So he's your cat, so you can have him back whenever you want, right? Yes, whenever I want. They they, they think though, like I'm not going to take him back. They're like, no, he's ours now. Um, Bucci was here um, filling the void of Piglet the other day. I had a nice time with him. I tweeted a pic of me and Bucci. Isn't um, Bucci smaller than Piglet? Oh, dude, Bucci's so small. He's a tiny little chihuahua. He's hilarious. But he is smaller. Piglet is bigger. Oh, Piglet would rip Bucci apart. Do you think Piglet still has his claws, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I know he does, actually. I don't yes, even know if he does. Because he would stand on top of me and, and paw me in the middle of the night and cut me up. <laughs> yes, he still has his claws. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know he likes you when he does that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He claws it's, kind of um, it's trying to milk his mother, you told me, I think, is what you said. When it's he, what they did when they were ba- their, their babies. It's a it's a hereditary thing that, like over time, like when they're when they're first born, they can't see, and they all cram together, uh, you know, fighting over the mother's teeth, and they need they they need with their little paws to get the milk to come out, and uh, it's uh, it's something that like stays with them. It's an instinctive trait, um, but it's uh, considered like a a sign of endearment. When they do that, because that's what they used to do with their mommy when they were babies. Oh, well, you've told me that a few times now. Um, so that's what he thought. He Piglet thought I was his mommy, basically. Wanted to build Yes, me. he thought perhaps, perhaps you were his mommy. He He's been you. searching for his mommy's teats all these years. Suckle for you from your teeth. <laughs> Boy, was he disappointed. Uh, he wouldn't want to suckle from some Jewish teats anyway. I'd probably, <laughs> he'd probably get nothing but, but skin milk. He'll, gold will come out. um so uh let's see uh pj we got some we asked for requests for show topic requests well you know what pj should we do you want to do the shout outs let's do them at the end before the commercial break okay because we got a lot of shout outs i i I was uh you forgot all about them you're the shout out guy well i wasn't aware of when we were actually going to do the shout outs we have a lot we have a lot of shout outs people really want us to shout them out. They want to join in the gayness. Yeah. And I went around. I'm going, to, I'm going to apologize ahead of time if I miss anybody. Are you doing them right around. now? Are you doing them right now? They're all... Do you want me to go? Do you want me to do them right now? Or do you want me to wait? I feel like we should do them at like a set time, like before the commercial break or after the commercial break. All right. Well, then we'll do them. I'm just apologizing ahead of time if okay. I miss somebody. Okay. There's a lot of them. All right. That's cool. I, I understand that, PJ. I accept that. Um, now... We got a lot of strange topic requests, mostly from your Facebook page, um, mm-hmm. because you have a lot of friends that apparently are not listening to the show asking us uh, bodybuilding questions. That's the biggest, uh, I think the biggest, the amount of questions were like, how do I use Clen? How do I get rid of my spare tire? What about growth yeah. hormone? Shit, like crazy stuff that's like, they have nothing to Like, if that's what we talked about on our show, people would be like, what, what, what show are we listening to? People that have obviously not listened to our show. No. Uh, I guess you would get a crowd of people that wants to hear that shit, but uh, there's like seven other shows on uh, RX Muscle and umpteen million shows on uh, bodybuilding on the internet now. So you could go and listen to one of those if that's what you want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I let them know that on your, on your Facebook page. I said, no bodybuilding questions. Yes, no bodybuilding questions. Uh, the other one I thought was pretty funny was um, – a question asked to you, 
how to live life after 45 years old. Hilarious, considering that both of us are 30. Yeah, pretty funny. I was like, okay. <laughs> I got to make up a bunch of awesome shit for that one. Yeah, that would be cool. Maybe next time we get a ridiculous one, we'll answer it. Like, the more ridiculous, the better chance we'll have answering it. And we will answer it um, as ridiculous as the question. So it's completely, like, bullshit, like douchebags, you know. You'd be like, well, the best advice that I can give you is as soon as you hit 45, just divorce your wife and get directly into the porno industry. Um, <laughs> That's what prime time. in the porno industry, you, you, you decide to take. It really doesn't matter. Um, but uh, this is the time of your life to do it. You're approaching the golden years. Things are becoming a little bit downhill now. Um, and, and now would be with the medicines of Viagra and Cialis and everything else they have out there. Now would be the time to do it. Women, uh, obviously, would answer that a little bit differently. Um, I would actually have them um, probably uh, contact uh, me privately. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can have a lot of fun with that. My, one. that my, one. my, my <laughs> advice, my advice of how to live life after forty-five is start to experiment with crack cocaine. That's, that's, uh, yes. uh, that's always a good idea. Make sure it's for experimental use only because then it's totally okay. Like all these research chemis- chemical sites that they have on the internet now, the internet, that you can go and buy like all these different chemicals that are for research purposes only. I love that. People on the internet on uh, RX, they'll say like, I'm doing uh, my experiment and my uh, rabbit is growing at a rapid rate. It's funny, like, like they think the FBI is that fucking stupid or the DEA is that stupid. They're going to be like, oh, well, he's only doing it on his rabbit. Yeah, I love it. So funny. Um, the last one was my favorite. Uh, this one gentleman said, guys, let's talk about marketing strategies. Have you ever heard of this 90-day challenge I'd like to be interest you all in? And uh, I was like, no body by V. <laughs> We've both been bombarded by the Body by V people. And oh I'm sure God. a lot of our listeners have too. They're very uh, relentless, Body by V. Body by V. It's like a fucking cult, those people. Sorry, Isaac. Uh, do you want to explain a little bit to people what the Body by V is? In case you don't know, Body by V is a multi level marketing um, strategy slash products. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I, <laughs> I haven't invested a whole lot of time looking into it other than like the very cursory, you know, emails that I've received on, on multiple occasions from many different people. It's like a lot of, for whatever reason, uh, it seems like a lot of fitness people, uh, in the industry that you and I know, like Jenny Lynn, a bunch of other people that people have heard of have uh, joined up with this body by V and, uh, lended it some legitimacy in our industry because they are known individuals and uh, basically what it is, is that you get people to work for you selling these products for a, uh, uh, let's say, let's say it's protein powder, right? And this Body by V protein powder is forty five ninety nine. That's what you're selling it for. Well, it costs, let's say $11. And you have a chain of people that are all basically either selling it or having the person down the chain sell it for them. And each person up the chain is making a commission off of what the person down the chain, the food chain is selling. So like, I get a lot of emails from people that are like, hey, uh, you have a large network of influence. You don't even need to work. You don't even have to sell the products. You just need to tell people uh, about it and get people to sell Body by V for you. And you, too, could be driving a 5 Series Mercedes or BMW. That's what they do. BMW I love these assholes. They, they, they're so full of shit. 
you know, I had one guy that contacted me, and he was like, I don't even go to work anymore. You know what I do? I play golf every day. And I'm making money from the golf course. And you could be doing that, too. I, it's like a, it's the uh, quintessential uh, pyramid scheme. Yeah. Is, is what we've all learned about uh, in school. Well, most of us should have. Um, and uh, I suppose there probably is somebody out there that made money off of Body by Sea. Sure, sure. It's, it's just such a, such a crock of shit. Nowadays. Ask yourself, do you want to be involved in something like that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it yeah. doesn't matter if, it, if, if you make money. I, you know what? I actually imagine after this show, there are going to be people that will contact us from that, from that organization because it is really cult-like. Um, yeah. cause there are, like you said, there are people that are making money from it because they've got like, uh, you know, retards that are, that are selling this shit for them basically. And if you, uh, potentially like if PJ Braun has 25 people that are, that you have started on the program that all use you as the refer or the person above them, and they all have 25 people and those people are all selling product to people. All of a sudden, the the little you know two three dollar commissions add up to a lot of money. So I could see it definitely making money. But is that what you want to do? Go recruit people to sell bullshit products, um, or to recruit people to recruit people to recruit people to sell bullshit products? You know. Um, so usually I uh, I ignore those messages because a lot of times it comes from people that are really genuinely nice people um, in our industry that are just yeah. uh, delusional. It's 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 funny what you just said. Um, if we backtrack like 30 seconds, is exactly what it is. You're, what did you say? You're going to recruit people? Like your, your position is to recruit people to recruit people. Right, right. Oh, body by me. Hysterical, it's such a hysterical pyramid scheme. Yeah. Uh, but they're all so excited when they want to present it to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. You got to admire their, uh, their, their excitement and their, their level of enthusiasm, but, uh, I don't want nothing to do with it. So this gentleman, we've already, we've already promoted their product, uh, in a, not necessarily a positive way, but <laughs> that's all he's getting from us. Don't do body by V or any multi-level marketing, start your own thing or work for something, uh, somebody else that's got something already started. Jesus. Yes. Yes. So let's ask the questions we did like. Uh, before we ask any questions you did like, before we, I want to, I want to just bring up one small point. Our people are getting a little confused, PJ, by our Twitter wars. And uh, mm-hmm. we, what happened was I was far ahead of you. I was back ahead of you again, about 120 or so followers. And uh, we don't have any money on it right now. Nothing's rotting on it or anything, but I do like to rub it in as I get further and further ahead of you. And what happened? Well, um, as always, when I decide to actually play against you, I surged ahead and I decided to take advantage of my, uh, what am I up to now? As far as subscribers go, 32,000, I believe. No, oh, yeah. uh, your subscribers uh, are 30, my 30. I have, I have 33,000 subscribers now. So wow. I decided to post on Facebook for my subscribers to, to follow me on Twitter, but don't follow Aaron Singerman. Right. And, um, I got, uh, almost 200 followers in a matter of uh, 24 hours. It passed you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I, I, you know, came back on top. Um, but um, it, uh, some people that don't perhaps know us as well um, were kind of confused by the uh, negativity uh, that I was throwing uh, your way. 
Yeah, some people even it said in the thread or in the uh, Facebook thing that they were going to remove my uh, following me to start following you exclusively. And uh, <laughs> and um, I got to say, you were up to 19, just so you know, you're up to 1923. I'm up to 1917. So you're really only six ahead after that huge gay surge. And uh, mm-hmm. I got to say, it's going to happen just like it's happened every other time. You're going to surge ahead. And then I'll catch up just by uh, the pure – see, this is the thing. And uh, my buddy Max on uh, Twitter, who I'm sure is listening right now, will tell you. He's like, you're the really pretty girl that everybody wants to fuck. But I'm the, like the girl that's like decent that's got a lot of substance, he says. He says, yeah. he says <laughs> So I don't have substance. He what? says no. He says you are an empty shell, whereas I am full. Wow. I am full of substance. This better not be the same Max who I had privately emailed me to give him uh, information on active release treatment. What, does his last name start with a C? Uh, sure does. He's getting a shout-out on this. Oh! Maybe I should take him off the shout-out list. Oh, yes. He, he, he says you are you are like the pretty girl who everybody wants to fuck, but nobody wants to bring home to mom. Mm. Uh, they're afraid to bring you home to their moms because they're afraid that their moms are going to cheat on their dads with me. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh. No. Uh, in, in this case, I believe Max is openly gay, so it would be that your dad would the dad would cheat on the mom, right? Yeah, um, with, yeah, with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway. Uh, I don't remember where. Yes. So in reality, this is friendly fun. Of course, everybody's listening to the show already probably knows. It's interesting, PJ. Our original contest was, it seems very recently, was to get up to 1,500. It's surprising Mm -hmm. that we're very close to, we're approaching 2,000 very quickly. Yes. Perhaps the next contest will be 2,500 or 3,000, something like that. I think we're going to have to make it something substantial like 2,500. Maybe even 2,500 sounds like a good... A good goal. Uh, maybe I can win my. It'll be like double or nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, we're too we're too close to it now, though. You know, it's like I want something that's a little farther away because then it makes the back and forth banter um, a little bit funnier. Three thousand. You know, Three thousand seems like a long if, way. If we say twenty five hundred, you know, who knows? I might, you know, if I post that again on Facebook with my subscribers, I might get a few hundred a day. You know, I got two hundred in one day, and I wait a couple of days to post it again. I'm going to have 2,000 more subscribers by then. I'm going up in subscribers almost 1,000 a day at this point. You know what? You are the fucking pretty girl that the, the gay guys want to fuck because you know none of those people. They're, all, they're, not, they're just looking at your pictures. Do you know what's awesome is that you can see your subscribers. Uh-huh. I have you actually – I don't know. Can you see my subscribers? Can no, you? no, no. I can't. Oh, uh, that's too bad. That's, I'll, I'll have to get on the computer and let you see my subscribers because um, I'm sure you could make a guess – of what my subscribers would be. When you actually go and look through them, it's pretty hysterical. The amount of gay guys from foreign countries that I have, uh, it's overwhelming. Um, uh, I, I do get a, a fair amount of like bodybuilders and like actual, uh, uh, you know, competitors that just, you know, for whatever reason aren't on my Facebook. Um, but, uh, I don't want to give a number too high, so I'm going to say 75% uh, are men. Now, of those 75%. You're wait I'm a second, say, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Just to verify, that means 25% of your 33,000, you're telling me, is women? Yes. No way. I don't believe you. 
But most of the women that are subscribing to me are like figure competitors, fitness competitors that probably either know about Braun Fitness or are friends with Braun Fitness clients because, you know, 90% of my clients are bikini slash figure slash women's physique. You're saying you got 8,000, you got 8,000 women, women on your subscriber list. I would say so. Yeah. (sighs) All right. You're gonna have to prove that one to me, buddy. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to prove it. If we go through one, two, three, four, no, I'm not going to go through all of it. I'm looking at the computer right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. My last ten subscribers, three of them were women. So that's 30%. I'm going to, there is a way for us. I'm pretty sure there's a way to go through the next ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, in the next ten, there's only two women. Okay, it's 25. So we're now in the middle. We meet in the middle of 25, which is what you said. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to get these statistics for us, and we'll find out exactly how many are men and how many are women. I'm, I'm going to say well, that there's... A really, really interesting statistic would be the percentage of men that are gay. Yeah, that's not... But unfortunately... Oh, you know what? They do have... That would be interesting because men, if you're single, it could be men interested in men. I don't wonder if yeah. you can find because Facebook now has a lot of available statistics. I don't know if you're aware of that, but um, if you look, know where to look, you can find out a lot of uh, very interesting uh, statistics and insight and feedback and stuff on uh, your numbers. So yeah. I'm going to show you how to do that off the air later, and we'll figure out how many. Uh, how maybe we can even figure out how many gay guys are are subscribing. I can I can I only have like two thousand, so it'll be interesting to see my percentage of gay guys versus your percentage of gay guys. I, I even have like drag queens, sure. uh, pansexuals, like sure. a, quite the variety. Um, well, that's good. I think that it, that can only help our show. So I'm all for that. Why not? Right? Um, PJ, we got some questions, some topics that listeners want us to address. You want to go to commercial break now or you want to address them first? What do you think? Well, we're going to have to do the shout outs as well if we're going to commercial break. I don't know. How far do you want to go through this thing before we do a commercial break? Obviously, we're going to go out past an hour tonight. Well, um, what questions do we have to address here? All right, let's start then. Um, the first one is from Sean Christopher Lewis, and he wants to know how long into a relationship till sex slows down. And uh, you want to you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yes, this is uh, depending on a couple of things. Number one, how serious the relationship is. Number two, um, whether or not you're in love or not, because that prolongs things. Uh, number three. Um, the location, uh, obviously if it's long distance, um, or if you're very, very close, what happens a lot of times if you're very close, you'll have lots of sex fast and then it can get old. Uh, if it's long distance, it's usually quite exciting every time you see each other. So the, the location factor is, is pretty big. I'm going to say on average, if it's a serious relationship, um, you're going to have a very healthy amount of sex for a minimum of three. Um, and I don't want to put a cap on the maximum, but I'm going to say the average is going to be in, during the three to six month mark is where you're going to start to see the numbers taper off a little bit. Um, I think after six months, if you're still having sex um, more than once a day, you um, are in a very lucky spot. I think that if after a year you're still having sex uh, almost every day or daily, uh, you'll have a very, very healthy sex life. I've talked to many people. Uh, and all different, uh, you know, all different occupations and, and, you know, 
all different walks of life, and I find that it's it's common to only have sex a couple of times a week, especially if there are kids involved. Um, so if you're having sex daily, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Um, I'm going to say that, of course, I think it goes without saying that eventually sex slows down, uh, you know, the longer you're together. My parents have been together 35 years. I know they still have sex, but I can only imagine. I think that your parents, your parents probably, because I can see a little bit of freak action in their eyes. I think they probably get into some pretty weird shit, you know? Probably. I mean, I don't want to get 35 years, probably. I think after that amount of time, you guys start breaking out like swings and toys. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Are you kidding me? That, that <laughs> my mom and dad have been together and without cheating and been totally loyal for uh, for 35 years. I'm sure that there's some... Because I can see a little bit of freak action in their eyes. I think they probably get into some pretty weird shit, you know? Probably. I mean, I don't want to get 35 years. Probably. <laughs> I think after that amount of time, you guys start breaking out like swings and toys. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Are you kidding me? Because I can see a little bit of freak action in their eyes. I think they probably get into some pretty weird shit, you know? Probably. I mean, I don't think 35 years. Probably. I think after that amount of time, you guys start breaking out like swings and toys. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Are you kidding me? (laughs) My mom and dad have been together and without cheating and been totally loyal. For uh, for thirty five years, I'm sure that there's some sick. Because I can see a little bit of freak action in their eyes. I think they probably get into some pretty weird shit. You know, probably. I mean, I don't want to thirty five years. Probably. I think after that amount of time, you guys start breaking out like swings and toys. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. Are you kidding me? That, that <laughs> my mom and dad have been together and without cheating and been totally loyal for uh for 35 years i'm sure that there's some sick shit going on down uh and i don't want to know in houston i have no interest in knowing i would never like you know how when you're a kid you look through your parents stuff because you want to get like a porno magazine i would be very scared to look through my parents stuff i have no interest in that Mm-mm. i would be i would be like no i way. would be afraid that i would find weird stuff so yes i imagine you're correct but even with my folks who are very you know luck, very lucky to be happily married after such a long period of time um I'm sure it slows down very considerably. I think once a week is uh, probably pretty normal when you've been married 20 plus years, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe even, maybe even unusually high. I don't know. But I, I know my parents would make me leave. Um, on the, I had a short period of time, PJ, when me and Amy broke up, where I lived with them for about a month. And my mom would come to me and say, you need to leave and go to Barnes & Noble. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And they'd be like, come back, and, come back in about an hour and a half, but call first. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that your, your parents, I like them already, but they just skyrocketed in my book for kicking you out to Barnes and Noble on the left. Yeah. So they could get down. Yep. That's how they do it. That's how they 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 said, they basically said, look, asshole, go read some fucking books while we get down (laughs) dirty. Okay. And I was very happy to do it. I'm happy that they have a, a, uh, go find something in, go find something interesting. Maria. (laughs) That's what they would do. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Don't pick up a magazine either. Pick up a little story, like a book that you can actually get lost in for a little while. Yeah, exactly. It's going to need to be a good story. Your mom and I are, (laughs) <laughs> Taking care of business. It's so fucking gross. That's awesome. Let's move I'm on to the next thing. From now on. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, that'll be our new uh, thing. When you need to go to Barnes and Noble, that'll be like the uh, the yeah. code word. The code word. 
When you call me, shout that out. That should be the new thing that gets the hashtag on Twitter going yeah. Barnes and Noble. When uh, when uh, when you call me and me and Darielle are doing something uh, private, I should tell you. Listen, I'm at Barnes and Noble, or you need to go to Barnes and Noble, PJ, <laughs> right now, and hang up on you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love it. Um, so uh, I think that uh, like Pete, what you said is very accurate. Although I think that a lot of it has to do with uh, timing, um, because. It's not always it's not always good timing. Um, you may be horny at a time when your girl is not available. Like me, I wake up in the morning and Darielle was already gone for work. Mm-hmm. She leaves at six in the morning and I get up around noon, so she's gone. And then by the time she gets back, I'm going to the gym. So you have to kind of align the times. It's not necessarily like if I'm horny in the morning, you know, I'm going to have to jerk off because there's no other option. You know what I mean? And that happens very often. So you know. Um, if that's a few times a day and she's not available, then, you know, before you know it, you're only having sex, you know, three or four times a week. So you have to, the times have to add up. Now, like if I was like a normal person and Mm -hmm. I had to go to work at six with her, then I'm sure it would be more regular. So I, I don't know. I think that as far as slowing down goes, I think that it's normal to slow down. Uh, when it's appropriate, I don't think that I think that just happens naturally. And as long as it doesn't bother you or your uh, significant other, whether it be a girl or a guy, then it doesn't it doesn't really matter. But it is extremely important to have and continue a physical sexual relationship with your partner. And uh, that is actually my great grandparents uh, stayed together 65 years. I don't know if you know this, PJ, but in my extended family, I've never had anybody that's ever been divorced. Um and that is uh, my entire extended family, uncles, aunts, cousins, grandparents, great-grandparents on both sides. And I asked my great-grandmother, uh, Gigi, before, I, I don't know, she was probably in her 90s at the time. And I said, what's the secret to a long, successful relationship? She was with my grand- grandpa Max, uh, great-grandpa Max, for over 65, I think 67 years they were married. And she told me, she said, Aaron, the secret to success is to have a lot of sex. And, uh, and that's true that you have to maintain a physical relationship. The time that the sex goes completely away, the relationship is next to follow. Well, uh, in my opinion, uh, people may perhaps argue this, but I think that when you're in love with somebody, this the desire for sex, it comes uh, from a different place. It's, it's not like when you're, I mean, of course you're, you typically are going to be attracted to the person that you love, but um, when you are simply just um, uh, sex-driven, if it's an attraction of lust, um, that can fade pretty fast. Even if the sex is spectacular, that can still fade uh, pretty fast. But when you are, you truly love somebody, that connection that you have, the sex is much different. Uh, it's as if you are kind of, uh, not to sound like a tool bag, um, but you're kind of becoming one. Your bodies become one. And it's a spiritual and emotional connection that I find if you are in love, because I've only had this a couple of times and I happen to have been with a few girls here and there in my life, that when you do have that with a woman, uh, the sex actually gets better and better uh, the deeper you get into the relationship. So, um, you know, that is something to, to be factored in as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. There's, there's a definite difference there. Uh, next question is from Adam Gilbert, and he wants to know, uh, what's the worst town you've been in to cover a show, guest pose, or compete in? And um, I know you got a story on this one, so I'll start off first and, and say that 
I've been to a, a lot of towns that if it weren't for the show, the town itself or, or city would be not necessarily desirable. Um, we're going to go to Columbus in March for the Arnold Classic. And I got to say, there's not many places that I'd rather not live than Columbus. The city is, I mean, uh, the, Arnold, the cool thing is the Arnold Classic is so big there that it's the biggest thing they've got going on all year long. So people look forward to it. I'm not even talking about bodybuilding fans. I'm talking about people who live there look forward to it. When you get out of the, uh, you get to the airport, there's signs. Welcome to Columbus, the Arnold Classic weekend. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But as far as the city goes, it's a shit town, man. I would never want to live there. It's depressing. Um, would you yeah, say? Columbus is not a good place. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I've been in places worse than Columbus, but it's, yeah, it's not a great place. It's, I mean, it, it, is, um, it is perfect for the Arnold Classic. And I can understand why they've kept it there for so long. Uh, but as far as like living there, eh, no. Uh, but I think uh, Ohio in general kind of sucks. Yeah, Ohio in general. I know Jerry Beck Because Cleveland. Cle- Cle- uh, Cleveland sucks, dude. I've been to Cleveland a bunch of times, and it's kind of a shithole. Yeah, it's depressing. They're, they're having economical problems. You know, they're, they're, their economy there is, is about as bad, as bad as it gets, and they have problems with you know, uh, the property values and crime and everything else. But um, um, for me, you know, and no diss to Jack Tony because the show in Iowa this year was amazing. But as far as, like, he's saying the worst town to cover a show. So it's kind of like uh, worst town to cover a show. I mean, in a way, this is a great town because the everything was – all encompassed in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really leave the hotel other than to drive there from the airport and drive back. And I got to say, there's nothing there. I mean, there is nothing there. The hotel we stayed at, the Black Hawk Hotel, was awesome. The show was awesome. The event was awesome. But as far as the town goes, it's very hard for me to imagine myself uh, being there for any other reason other than to cover a mm-hmm. show. I'm trying to think, PJ, of a specific town or city that I've been into. That was bad to cover a show. I got to say, probably, honestly, was Miami as far as, like, specifically to cover a show. I hate Miami uh, for covering shows because every parking costs a lot of money. Uh, There's no parking availability. It's just a crazy town. It's not not conducive to me, to bodybuilding. Uh, The prices are high for everything. The hotel rooms are small. Uh, Because property value is so high there... Uh, a hotel room that would that I consider a motel room is 200 bucks a day. You've seen where we stayed there. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just like their idea of hip. Maybe hip, but it's nothing. It has nothing to do with covering bodybuilding show where you need a desk and a chair to sit at. You know, we don't need blue neon lights in the in the hotel room so that you're like if you're on ecstasy and you're rolling, it's it's a fun place to have an orgy. I need to actually work there. You know, so I mean. I still I like Miami, Miami though. I, it's a fun place to visit. I like Miami to go to the clubs and to go hang out and to go have fun. But to cover a show, it's about as bad as it gets. Yes. Okay. I guess it's a matter of how you want to answer the question. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I gave both answers. To, to, to simply cover a show, then I can agree with you. Yeah. What about you? I know your answer, but you go ahead. Um, without going into the whole story, uh, Melbourne, Florida. Which probably I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if many people didn't even ever hear of before. Uh, Melbourne, Florida is like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, there's like nothing around. I mean, it's like redneck town. Um, 
And that was where I got asked to do the first guest pose out of the gun, myself and Evan Santapani, that we actually wound up being part of this crazy, weird, uh, homosexual conspiracy. Um, and I've told the story in more detail before on off-topic radio and, and a couple other things. I'd rather not get into telling the whole thing now. The show will drag on a little bit. But that uh, was a crazy, odd, uh, and and in a way, awesome weekend. That memorable, I ever, memorable, right? Yeah. I, Evan and I talked about it. We were like, you know, we were laughing about it one day. And Evan was like, you know, when we're like 80 years old and we're dying, That'll probably be in one of the top five things that we remember in our lives. Do you um, do you still remember all the details? Of course I do. Okay, well, let's do it like this. At some point in the future, we're going to have a show where we need a, a PJ Braun story. If people want to hear this story, make sure to tweet us at Braun Fitness, at sign Braun Fitness, or at sign Aaron Singerman, and tell us you want to hear this story. If you don't, if you haven't already heard it, because like PJ said, he was on off-topic radio, I don't know, probably three or four years ago, and told this story. And it was a great story, and probably a lot of people haven't heard it. Um, but like you said, it's it's a 30-minute story. You can't do it justice in five minutes. So No, no. That's why I'd rather not get into the whole thing right now. If people really want to hear it, and uh, they, they express you know to us that they want to hear it, I will gladly tell it. But I don't want to take up a lot of time with a long story right now. Right. Uh, we got a lot left to cover, and we got – let's give a little hint Miss Devious, a lot of people probably hear the name Miss Devious, and they think, who the hell, or who the fuck, sorry Isaac, is Miss Devious. And we had a, an off topic again. We had a, a girl on there, Sister Steele, who you may remember, PJ. Of course, of and course. Sister Steele is also a extreme fetish performer, similar to our guest that's coming up, Miss Devious. So um, it's, it's, it's very exciting because... Mysterious is somebody that uh, has a lot of similar experiences, but has some different stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, C- Sister Steele is uh, no longer available to us. I have no idea what she's doing with her life. But it's always interesting to hear what uh, weird guys like to have done to them. Yeah, um, you know, Miss Devious, um, she pretty much blew my blew my mind. Um, I was. Uh, truly um blown away by by things that guys get off on uh fetishes and that, that you can actually make a lot of money i'm actually gonna afford you these links right now um i have them right here let's send these over to you uh can you see can you see the girls faces i mean can i post these clips on our uh on uh rx muscle or is that not allowed because you uh, i don't know if that's allowed uh, Ms. devious wanted her name to be uh, protected, so uh, perhaps Under- you're going to have to... Understandably, understandably. And I just yeah. got the links. I just got them. I don't think I should click them now, should I? No, I shouldn't click them now. It'll just distract me from the show, but um, I don't want to ruin it. Let's let her tell us what's going, uh, what uh, what uh, she does, and what she is, what's available uh, to be done with her, and everything mm-hmm. else. And we actually have to warm her up, because, uh, you know, I actually run into this a lot, PJ, and, and this is one of the things that's funny when you deal with somebody who's new to doing radio or a new guest for a show, you often find that they're nervous to do it. And uh, even though it's yeah, just, yeah, even though it's just me and you on the phone and she knows us, uh, she's nervous. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask our last question from Mark Joseph uh, Dom on the show with, uh, with her and she can uh, give us her opinion on uh, training with a girlfriend, boyfriend, or spouse, and, like, is that a good idea, bad idea? And uh, 
you know, her opinions. But before we get to that, we're going to do a commercial break first. And before even we get to that, I'm going to let you, the shout out guy, do uh, the shout outs for this week. Because we got Let's a lot. Let's do some shout outs. Shout we out. Got a lot. We're going to crank, crank them out right now. Crank them out. First, I put in first for a reason. Jim Davis, I am sorry that I forgot you last week because I thought we only had two. We actually had three last week. And he actually uh, emailed me and said, dude, what happened to my shout-out? I was, the, I, I was the only one you forgot? That's so not gay. Of <laughs> so I felt really bad about that. I felt like I felt really ungay. So uh, Jim Davis, number one on my list. Jason Anderson, ferocious Abiyad, mass monster Tommy Castle. Mark Joseph Dome, CardioClubbing.com, Keith Allen, we both know Keith Allen, Brian Porter, uh, Shay Hensley, who's uh, looking very good in a pink bikini in her in her uh, default picture. Wow, we got girls listening. I like that. Uh, if, any, if anybody wants to go check her out, very, uh, very, very good looking uh, Shay Hensley. Uh, Chris <laughs> Schmidt, Ian, uh, Ian McGarry wanted us to shout out Ireland. The whole Chris Schmidt, I got, I got to say, Chris Schmidt is from. Australia, which I will be going to at the, the end or almost the end of March. Very excited for my trip. Oh, I'm very jealous of you. Yes. Very, very jealous. You uh, can come. You can come if you want to stay in my hotel room. You just need like uh, twenty one hundred dollars for a plane ticket. I'm gonna just whip that up here in the next few days. Yeah, um, no uh, Mark Antonek uh, wanted to shout out his fiance, Darlene Newton. They're getting married wow. on uh, February fourteenth. So congrats wow. to them. Wow. Uh, Wolfgang Lawrence, a, a very loyal follower of ours. Yes, yes. Uh, a big fan of Off Topic. Jim, yes, big fan of Off Topic. Uh, Jim Alberry, uh, MuscleBotDesigns.com. Uh, uh, this is a funny one. Uh, Nav Cardola, who wanted you to shout him out, Aaron, and he wanted you to scream his name. <laughs> <laughs> Nav! <laughs> Jason Seabold, Glenn Fletcher, a really great client of mine. Milad, uh, Sammy, Jed Davies, Gail Arbach, we love Gail. Uh, Danielle Gardner, great client of mine. Jed Daz, uh, Robert Holt, who's the man, by the way, guy's an eye doctor, and uh, he helped me, um, uh, hooked, uh, hooked us up with some very, uh, uh, took, took care of Amber and her uh, glasses situation. We'll talk about that another time. Nice. Max Cervantes, who I helped out with ART, but basically just compared me to the stupid pretty girl. Um, I almost crossed his name off the list. Evan, if I pronounce this wrong, I apologize. Bichletta, who's on our Facebook site quite often. Uh, Greg Rackey, Travis Glenn, Johnny Styles, Wes Anderson, Mike Holly, and I saved these guys for last because I just really wanted to say this. Vinny the Body and T-Bone from Philly wanted a shout-out. Nice. Uh, and you have a, a, a somebody that you'd like to shout-out as well, I believe. Uh, very special shout-out for Sarah Gaines. That's Little Gaines, uh, Darielle's little sister, Sarah Gaines, who listens to the show. It's nice to, to know that not only uh, Darielle is listening, but her little sister, too, while she's doing cardio. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. Yeah. I don't think that my uh, sisters or brother listen to my show. Yeah, so I've got uh, Darielle and her sister listening. My sister doesn't listen to my show, so she doesn't understand good quality entertainment. That's the problem, BJ. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently not. So um, are you ready for a commercial break? Let's go to a commercial. Uh, but before we do, i got to say a big shout-out, one last one for Iron Mag Labs, who until uh, we get a good uh, – I don't want to say a good title sponsor because Iron Mag Labs is a fantastic title sponsor. But uh, until future reference that a company comes forward – 
ready to put up the big bucks, ready to sponsor this monster show. Iron Mag Labs will be taking that spot as they sponsor myself and Darielle. And uh, great, great company has the most powerful supplements, pro hormones, pro steroids on the internet. And uh, anybody who's taken that, them can uh, verify and testify to the fact that their shit is as good as anything legal or illegal by itself. And uh, yeah, I would, very I would, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I know people are like, oh, they pay you. Of course, you're going to say that. Okay, put up or shut up. It's it's only forty dollars for a bottle. You put up the forty dollars and you come on the show and tell me how it sucked. It's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say. I mean, hey, you know, if it were anything else, any other supplement company out there, um, very few can say that that in forty dollars you will notice a discernible difference. But with this one particular one, um, it's actually the truth. Oh, uh, you know, many people that I have discussed. I've tried this. I have tried it. Uh, it's very strong. I wouldn't say it wasn't either. All right. And uh, if you hear it from PJ and myself, you know it must be true. So uh, this uh, song selection is from PJ Abron. PJ, I want to I throw in a request. Um, your girlfriend. You, by the way, you, by the way you, um, you, I think, played a song that I didn't tell you to play last week. I did? Yeah, you did. I don't know if it was intentional or not. But um, a couple people were like, "Hey, what was that song that you that you uh, played on a radio show?" And I, I said the song, and they're like, "No, no, no! There was a song with Eminem in it." And I was like, "I didn't play a song with Eminem." And they were like, "Yeah." And then actually, my buddy Garrett found it. He was like, "Oh, it's called whatever," and it's Lil Wayne and Eminem. Was it good? Uh, I was like, "Oh, Aaron! Aaron must have done that, you know, on his own. That wasn't my." selection no i don't blame me I, I did it completely on accident i don't listen to, i mean i guess i should from now on but i didn't i must have accidentally dragged the wrong track into uh into the program on accident because i or maybe it was mislabeled you know because i doubt uh, i mean well, i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest well the, the people uh didn't have a problem with it they liked it oh okay okay good i thought you're were, you were about to yell at me for picking bad music but it was unintentional i promise i understand um, no, uh, and so you you have a request? You said? Yeah, well, I I heard. Okay, people are going to probably laugh at me because it seems like everybody knows what this is, including your girlfriend, but me. Apparently, this type of music, dubstep, is very popular. Oh, it's awful! It's awful! It's very popular, awful. and um, it's so it's so awful. So I I listened to I seen her talk about it, Amber talk about it, and uh, and and I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. I feel like an idiot. Like I feel like I'm like the old guy in the room. Uh, as I'm turning 32 in uh, just a few days on January 23rd, I feel like I'm getting old. And I was like, how do I not know what this is? So when I think dubstep, I think like, um, for some reason, I think like Irish music of some sort. I think of like, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, like a pub music or something. I have no idea why. Definitely not that. No, no, definitely not. So I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. You know, it's like, I'll tell you what it sounds like to me. And I told Daryl this and we listened together. It sounds to me like movie music. Like like dramatic. It sounds like like video games music. Oh well, I guess if you pick the bad ones, there's like the Mario Brother ones and stuff. But like some of it was cool. But it's like I, I'm not sure I understand listening to it. Like I used one for an Iron Mag Labs commercial I made with Sean Robinson. If you check it out on my YouTube page, um, you'll see I used this this testimonial for Iron Mag Labs. I used this one called the Saw 
dubstep. It's called Saw, like the movie Saw. And it was awesome. It was like the Saw movie music with like... Yeah, but that's not real dubstep. They're just taking movie music and they're putting it to a dubstep beat. Yeah, and I loved it. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. There are dubstep versions of many popular songs, just dubstep versions of Yeah, those are the ones I like. Those are the ones I like. Yeah, but it's dubstep. It's a bunch of fucking sounds repeated. It sounds like Transformers transforming. That's what dubstep music is. No, I don't. If you really think that dubstep is good music, our listeners, my girlfriend included, if you think that dubstep is actually quality music, you should all go and hang yourselves in your room right now. As we speak. <laughs> you know, take the shoelaces and hang yourself your own shoelaces. Parents stay. PJ, PJ, your message to the to the listeners is not coming through clear. I'm hearing a lot of <laughs> a lot of blip, 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 when you're talking right now. That's dubstep. I was just talking to you <laughs> in dubstep. Okay. Well, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you now that you've said all this to pick a dubstep song that you like. It's going to be difficult for you. I can tell now. Don't like anything dubstep. You're going to figure something out. There's a Braveheart dubstep that I liked. You need to pick out one of these dubsteps. I want one for our middle song right now. You have no choice. I need to, I need a, one song that's dubstep approved by PJ Braun. You can do it. I believe uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. Yes. Right. It's going to be very tough because our speakers are uh, blowing on our computer right now. I'm waiting for my, my stuff gets here uh, either tomorrow or Friday. So excited. Computer that actually works. A gigantic TV. For two people. Oh my God, PJ! You're not. You're, you're no longer coming through. So I'm going to take that as the time to go to commercial break. And here is PJ's dubstep, the only song that he can tolerate. Hope you enjoy it. Here we are.
welcome back from our commercial break where you just listened to the best uh, of the shitty, horrible excuse for music dubstep uh, that I could find. It wasn't easy to find something that even I could tolerate listening to. Um, but without further ado, we talked a little bit early in the show about our special guest of the week. Uh, this person is uh, somebody I know pretty well now, uh, a friend of mine, a client of mine. Um, and um, we were discussing... Uh, you know, what she does for work uh, recently because I was not aware. Um, and uh, we are going to introduce uh, to the listeners of Iron Empire Radio, Ms. Devious. Ms. Devious, thank you for joining us. Hi. How you doing, PJ and Aaron? Very good. Thank you for coming on the show. It's it's a pleasure to, to add to our cast of characters uh, you, Ms. Devious. <laughs> very colorful, right? <laughs> yes, very colorful. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you. Now, why, why don't you explain to myself and Aaron, because I'm still a little bit confused about it. I'm sure Aaron is, is clueless. Oh. Uh, and, and to our listeners, please explain what it is exactly. What is the title of your job? What is it that you do exactly? I am an online humiliatrix. Um, it, it's like a dominatrix. I work in the fetish industry, um, only I've brought the business online. Huh. So... It's not like I'm a pro-dom. It's more like a lifestyle dominatrix, or as I like to call myself, a professional brat. Um, basically, a professional brat? Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole scene out there where guys are totally infatuated with the brat fetish, a brat girl fetish. Um, it's a brat. Get off I like a little, like a little, like, so weird. Is but that like a done. euphemism for like a bitch? Uh, bitch too, but, you know, they just like that brat. They like greedy women, bitchy women. There's all different types of fetishes, but, um... You know, they Maybe. come to me to contact me either through my phone lines and my blog and my email, and they, they want to be, like, humiliated. Now, I, I have now, to ask uh, you – I want to ask PG, before we even get into it's the Jewish in me. Okay. I have to know, is there money in this? There is very much. There is money in this. I mean, can me. somebody can somebody make, like, you know, six figures being a brat? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes? Oh, yeah. Very, very easy. I have a good friend of mine who – um, I won't say her name, but she, she I know she pulled in around 50 grand in, in three months. Whoa. Um, she, she's wow. just good. <laughs> um, what, what, yeah. Tell us an, my, an, average, an average month for you. How much money are you bringing you? It, it, it differs for me. I was more into financial domination years ago. Um, now I'm getting over it just because it's, it's too much for me. Yeah. The guys are very needy, but um, <laughs> five figures a month. Wow. Very five five now, years a month. Wow. Just to, just to basically you do a be lot. a little... You do do a lot. <laughs> wow. You just, just to be a little bitch, basically. You're getting paid five figures. Now, I want to know how did you even... Like, how did it start? How did you get into doing this? You know, it's weird. I, um, I danced for nine years. Um, and then I, I retired. I had an early retirement from the strip industry. And that was a job. Why were you fired? No, no, no. I, I just left. I didn't deal with the drama anymore. And, you know, so I had a little arthritis in my pole dancing wrist and just I, I gave it up. And I was, you know, sitting home with a shit ton of, like, old stripper clothes. And my old customer, Patrick, uh, called me. He had a foot fetish. And he was like, there's this site called edams.net. And on this site, you can get rid of all your old nasty stripper shoes. I had tons of them in my locker. And I'm like, really? And so I put a pair up there. And just for the hell of it, you know, I joined. It's kind of like eBay, but, you know, for fetish stuff. So I joined, and I was like, all right, let me try it out. 
and I put it up, and I, I remember selling my first pair of raunchy three-year-old stripper shoes that smelled like, you know, hell, for like $150. And oh. then I was paid for it. And and then, you know, guys would contact me like, oh, do you have like old dresses and like, you know, bikinis, panties, blah, 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 dirty socks, your garbage. Uh, PJ, PJ can, can definitely identify with all this stuff that you're talking about. I know. Yeah, I know but I, I'm, I'm not making money. I, I'm like, feel like a loser. Like, I should be like, capitalizing you're not in, you're not well, as you're industrious not those guys are losers that want to they want to smell your dirty laundry they want to smell your dirty butt underwear <laughs> <laughs> i told you pj when when i heard that radio show i said that guy has got to be halfway serious just sell him the dirty drawers <laughs> yeah maybe he should have yeah. <laughs> I know. i'm not afraid to sell my dirty underwear if they're dirty and I, I can buy some you know? Me either. I'm making cash for my trash, right? I mean, literally, I did have a guy bid like three or four hundred dollars for. He asked me to put up my my garbage for auction. Wow. Your garbage? He, yeah, I I was like, are you serious? And I put it up, and these guys are bidding like crazy, and they wanted to be like my garbage digging pigs. And wow. then the guy that won it, I had to literally ship it to him, and then he filmed himself digging through my trash, and then he wanted it posted publicly. Do you put, like, because people paid a lot of money for this, do you, like, keep that in mind and, like, make your trash more, like, impressive? Do you put, like, a tampon in there <laughs> or something or, like, a condom? Oh, my God. <laughs> Not, no, I but, like an old trash, whatever's in there, dental floss. Or, you know, so you got, like, you got like diet food containers, like chicken breast and like uh, no, no, I, don't put, I give them bathroom trash because I don't want to put I don't want to put food in the mouth. Oh, bathroom Although trash. I had some, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing that you've ever had somebody purchase from you? Oh my god, there's been so many weird things. Um, I think uh, oh god, this is bad. Teed in shampoo? No, 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 no. My vacuum cleaner contents. Oh, that's because weird. Your vacuum cleaner he, content? Yeah, no, I swear. He was a foot fetishist, and he so badly wanted to worship the ground that I walked on, but he lived okay. 3,000 miles away. Right. So he, I, I said, well, fine. I'll walk on something, and I'll send it to you. So I vacuumed the floor up, and he was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. What do you think he and does with I, this I, stuff? I, I have to I know. know what he, uh, he, how much money did you get for the contents of your vacuum cleaner? Oh, I can't remember, but I kept getting asked to relist that auction at that site over and over. Um, was, it more than, was it I was going to say, was it more than $100? Yeah, it was like 125 PJ, don't you want to know what he does with this stuff? Like, what does a guy do with I, stuff? I know what he does with it. I picture him just, like, smothering himself in it while masturbating. That's oh. what I picture. But, but then again, I'm not a better exactly. Do you yeah, have any animals? Um, do you have any dogs or cats? I do. I so he's probably dog. rubbing dog and cat hair all over his dick. Oh, speaking of, right? of, of... Who cares? He pays for it. Yeah, yeah. It speaking of, of your dog, tell uh, tell us, Ms. Devious, uh, what one of your strange fans wanted you to do to your dog. Oh. Oh, that was one of my schmo fans. Oh, I think you saw that. He wanted me to prove my uh, my strength by performing a feat of strength by picking my eight-pound dog up by her neck. Oh, no. Did you do it? No, you can me? Please. No. That that I'm not gonna do. You know, I'm not gonna hurt my dog. I mean there are there's guys though, they wanna see like can you crush lobsters? Like that's a whole different fetish. That's uh, that's illegal. Crush lobsters. Crush lobsters? <laughs> yeah, there's like this whole crush fetish. I, I can't tell say that I'm not to like Huh? 
I want you to tell us about some weird fetishes, like the weirdest. That's fetishes. pretty weird, PJ. The crush fetish. I've actually crushing heard. lobster is pretty weird. She she explained the, the box crushing uh, fetish to me. Um, that I guess guys want her to just crush boxes, mm-hmm. but it, you can't just you can't just crush the box. It's got to be crushed a, 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 a specific way, apparently. No, there's this whole technique. Every fetish has like this whole technique and style. Like you just can't come in there and just rock it. You like literally need to know the psychology, like the the way these guys, their inner workings, the way they think. Like this guy emails me every so often, sends me like a hundred dollars to make him a video of me just crushing cardboard boxes. But there's like this whole style to it. Like it has to make a certain crunch, and you have to wear a certain kind of shoe and have a certain kind of attitude, crushing boxes and. I, I don't know. What is the what that is the attraction know. though? Like, what is he? He's thinking about. I mean, like, explain because I, I understand I, the. Wow. What that is the one, reason? I gotta tell you. I I mean, I've been around some fetishes, but that one I could never figure out box crushing. Possibly. I've got to ask one of my dominatrix friends on that one. Uh, Maybe somebody has an answer. How weird is that? There's, there's one that I specifically will never be able to understand that I'd like you to talk about with us. Uh, and you actually showed me a video of this one. Um, <laughs> and I actually just forwarded that video to Aaron so he can be a part of it. Um, but I don't understand this ball kicking fetish. Can you get into that? Yeah, ball busting, I'm sorry. Uh, can you explain ball busting to us? Okay. Ball busting is basically, um, it, is, it is completely consensual. I don't go around, because there's a lot of rumors on the internet, I go around kicking guys and that's randomly. It is not. It's consensual. Um, they like getting kicked in the balls very hard. <laughs> um, they, and, and repeatedly. Like, um, so the guy in the video that you've seen, he, he's got to be like the ball busting champ of the universe because he can do like 20 of those video shoots, get kicked oh. thousands of times in a day, and he'll go on and do it the next day and the next day, and he's just fine. I mean, you've seen how hard I was kicking him in those black leather, the, um... Yeah, I mean... You're so kicking this guy in the balls really hard. Like, I would throw yeah, up. Yeah, I'm kicks. Yeah. And I don't even have the largest pair of balls. My balls are actually quite small. But still, <laughs> taking blow after blow after blow like that. <laughs> blow I, your I, balls. I, would, I, feel, I feel like I would be puking all over the place. Dang. It's weird. Like, there's a, he has to, like, make sure he hasn't had lunch. And then we have, you know, he hasn't eaten. And then afterwards, usually, like, after pummeling his balls, like, he'll just get up and be like, all right, let's go for ice cream now. Like he's just totally fine afterwards. So it doesn't it doesn't even hurt him really. He's like impervious to it this. Doesn't. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by by this because most guys when you ball bust them, they hurt they hurt a little. Have you seen so, his balls? I mean, does he have balls? No, I haven't. Um, I don't. Really I would like to see his balls personally. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I don't think he has is. balls. I think this is a trick. I think it's a trick, and that maybe he has a. No, I've done a ball-busting clip where he's wearing, like, almost see-through underwear. And because I don't want I don't want my foot touching his disgusting balls, you know? And, um, uh, yeah. I don't but, think – I think that this is all a trick, that he has – his balls have been removed or else there's no way that he could possibly – I've been – I remember um, the hardest I was ever kicked – hit in the nuts was I was playing basketball in high school and <laughs> somebody kneed me right in the nuts and uh, it, it was it – was, is horrible. I felt like pu- at first it was like, uh oh, I just got hit in the nuts. As you, I'm sure PG, it's happened to you. It's like, uh oh, I got hit in the nuts. I'm like, this is going to be bad. And then all of a sudden, it just like hits you. It takes like a good second or two before it hits you. 
and uh, and then it's it's about as horrible and as incapacitating as possible. I don't know if you could like get over that completely any in any way. That's the whole thing. There's a whole you know there's a whole like power exchange going on there. You know they're totally giving up their their power and they're letting a woman take over and come with the balls, kick their balls in. You know I mean I just so and 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 then what happens like they go home and what they're about probably. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Aren't their balls like swollen up? How can they do it? I have no idea. I don't care. Now, <laughs> you know, what kind of person do you think w- enjoys this or wants this? You know, it's weird. I, it's like all walks of life. I swear to like people, dads, doctors, lawyers, airline pilots. I mean, you how about, it. how about school teachers? Have you ever had a school teacher that wanted his balls busted? Mm, hmm. I don't think they would even say that they work for children. Just to be yeah, that would freak me out a little bit. I think they make people sign like one of their balls or something. Yeah. Now, but, um, do you how, just much, kick- how much does it, does it I want to know how much do you get paid to kick the shit out of somebody's balls? Well, I actually don't. I, I actually okay, do trade it. content. Like, I'm doing that to film for my clip studio. I have a clip for sale store, and that's, that's my breadwinner. That's where I make most of my money. And, um, okay. I film these videos, and people, the guys that went to Ballbox, and they love watching it. I mean, they get off on watching me take this guy's ball. So, you know, I resell the videos on my site, and that's how I get paid off that. Now, does he get paid in some sense for getting his balls like basket? Sure, I just kicked his balls, and he's going to come and whack off, probably. <laughs> to the, <laughs> <okay>. Sweet memories. <laughs> Sounds Has wonderful. anybody ever kicked him in, in the ball so hard that he made you stop? Um, I remember he had, uh, yeah, he went to the emergency room once. Uh, I forget what happened. He had severe testicular trauma. Um, I don't know what happened, but yeah, he had to tell them that, like, I think he told them something like he was he was playing basketball or something like that. He had to tell them, and they didn't believe him. They're like, yeah, okay, you're all bruised up in your thighs, and you know. So, they're like, come on, man. They're like, come on, man. You've obviously took repetitive kicks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're not pulling up. I the emergency room before um, doing a face slapping fetish he was into, and we busted his eardrum. Oh, my God. This is oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, this same guy has a face slapping fetish? He has an everything fetish getting spit on the face, a face hitting. Beat the yeah. shit out of him, basically. Yeah, he loves it. Okay, okay, let me ask you. So, Miss um, Devious, a person, let's say a person that you meet through one of these services wants to meet you. You don't know them, and they want you to meet them and spit in their face, slap them, and crush their nuts. How do you meet somebody like this without feeling, like, nervous uh, about yeah. what kind of person this is? You know what's weird? My business is usually online. Like, I met that guy you'd seen in the video through mutual friends that filmed with him. And um, so otherwise I wouldn't just be, because, you know, these guys are crazy. Look at them. Look at their into, you know? Of course. Um, I mean, he's harmless. A lot of these guys are harmless. But, no, you don't meet strangers, uh, you know, from off the Internet. Um, but, I mean, once a year in Tampa, there is a huge uh, convention called FeshCon, and that is where we all get together most of the time, and that's where a lot of this, you know, people playing and playing. In Tampa. In Tampa, you say, and, huh? Yeah, I was just going to tell you, wow. you guys should come down and, and you should film. I Interviews. know that guy will be there and we'll do a live ball busting session. Oh, my God. Yeah, you maybe would he, it. would he ever let um, a man kick him in the balls? 
Uh, that I don't know. Well, PJ, th- this this just it reeks with opportunity. <laughs> Not with you. I know. I, I I just found out what, when I'm coming to visit. Yeah, this would be uh, great. What is yeah, it? It's in August. It's August second um, through the fifth. I want to say I'm not quite sure, but it's. You remember I was going last year, remember? And I had to pack a microwave and everything because we were right. prepping for yeah. snow. Yeah. Wow. What, what, other fetish, what other fetishes go on at these things? Everything. Like, you go in, and it's, it's um, I'm going to say it's a Hyatt. And they literally close down the whole hotel, and they are booked solid. Wow. And it's complete. I mean, they black out the windows so people from outside can't see in, and everyone's walking around, like, bondage gear and latex. I mean, we were at the swimming pool at like three in the morning at a pool party and people are swimming in head to toe latex suits. Oh my God. We're definitely going PJ. You need to come. There's no, there's no pressure. There's no show for me to cover. You got to go. Got to come. I want to be, I want to participate in some kind of fetish thing. We'll kick somebody in the balls. They don't even, we'll do it. I want to put on a wig and makeup and like a leather like dress. And I want to hammer the fuck out of somebody's balls. Oh, yeah. Like we'll I want to put somebody in the hospital. I want to. I want to actually hospitalize somebody from like a. You a, have to have a personal injury waiver with you. <laughs> you have to watch what you say. <laughs> you be careful there. Yeah, but, we're, um, we're gonna have a good time. We're definitely gonna. I imagine we can get a lot of very interesting interviews at this. At this. Uh, yeah, at this I think. Place. I think you could. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of sissy boys walking around. Oh, and... PJ loves those sissy boys. Oh, yeah. I sure do. <laughs> have you ever felt bad, like like humiliating these guys? You know, even though they're paying you. No, never. No. Like, have you ever never. Them and been like, I've been like, ah, I kind of feel bad, like I'm kicking this guy in the balls and spitting in his face and shit. Or, or is it, you love just... it. You love it. That's why they come hmm. to us. Why you know? They love the pain. That's what? what they get off on. I, I I've been with girls before that you know that were like. During sex, we're like, I want you to slap me in the face, and they're turned on by it, but I couldn't do it. You know, I, I just, I understand right. that it would have turned them on, but I just couldn't slap them in the face. And I've choked a few out before. That's different. At least these guys, I don't know. I mean, so whatever. You want to get kicked in the balls? Fine, kicked in the balls. What other stuff do you? What other stuff do you do, Miss Devious? Give us uh, the range. Um, give um, us like a, a range. A of lot things. of things. Um, well, there's a lot of fetishes I cover. And ones I don't, I mean, there's, there's guys that are into SPH, which is small penis humiliation. Oh, and, yeah. um, all penis yeah. humiliation, SPH? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, my God. You'd be great for they that. Literally, <laughs> yeah. I get paid heavily for that because they'll usually call my phone lines, and my phone lines are anywhere from $4 a minute to $50 a minute. And they, they just sit there, and, and sometimes they'll get a webcam, and they pull out their little, you know, two-incher, and what are you going to do? You're going to laugh at them, and they get off on this. You've seen two-inch penises up close? I have. You know, there isn't a week that goes by that I don't get in my inbox from people pictures of their little penises. I mean, I'll I'll be in in the morning opening my emails, and there it is. How weird. What about, does anybody anybody ever ever send you, like, a monstrous penis? Huh? Has anybody ever sent you, like, I I understand the small penis thing, but has, has anybody ever sent you, like, a monstrous penis? Well, here I had a small penis simulation customer, and when he got a webcam, he wants to have like a nine-inch dick. So and I didn't understand. What do you do? 
she was like, please, mistress, it's so small. Isn't it? Please laugh at me. Please. It's, it doesn't, it could never please a woman. It could never, ever. And I was like, oh, you've got to take some work. I'm like, nope, never. You can never, you know. Huh. No, no pussy is deserving of that disgusting little penis. You know, what are you going to say to that? I mean, it's, it's nine inch dick in your face, you know? <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I mean, right. there's guys that have, like, they have cum-eating fetishes. No, oh, oh, what's that oh, one? Yeah. Oh, they eat their own cum? They eat their own cum? Cum-eating instruction, yeah. It's horrible. Oh, I know. That's oh. been introduced to me recently over a webcam session. Um, the guy was like, please make me eat my own cum. I was like, you serious? <laughs> you know? Disgusting. And then I was talking to my girlfriend, who's a maliatrist, and she was like, oh, yeah, they love it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty um, horrible. What else? Give us some give us a, the laundry list of uh things that uh the most common fetishes that you most hear. common well foot fetish, but that's boring. We'll have to hear about that, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, I know. Uh chastity. Chastity, chastity devices. Um this is where they literally have I don't know if you've ever seen like an adult chastity device. No, like, I've seen, like, the oh. belts that, like, a girl could wear. It's, like, no. I never... No. There's, like, these acrylic devices, and you put your, you know, your dick in there, and you lock it up. You really do lock it up, and you mail the key to your dominatrix, your, oh your mistress, God. owner, whatever, and she holds the key and controls when you unlock yourself. I mean, I know guys that have been in chastity for, like, a year. Oh, my God. Because so the, the, yeah. otherwise, they'd have to go get it, like, opened. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they walk around with this thing in their pants. I mean, I don't know how uncomfortable it is, but, <sighs> you know. <Wow. laughs> and that's just to control so they don't touch themselves. Yeah, that sounds horrible. It, it is. Oh. I know. I don't, don't, I don't, don't I'm like key holder. I don't even know for key holding or any of that. Key holding. So that's, to, it's, yeah, it, I don't really bother with that. Wow. So that's like a terminology. If somebody says they want you to be, like, the key holder, that, you know what that means. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Can you, can you explain, explain the, because this one, I, I, Aaron and I both will never understand this one. Can you go into a little bit of detail on the financial draining for us? Ooh, that is really hmm, hard to explain that one. Financial domination is, wow, it's very psychological. It is very deep. You, just, you know, not any girl can just get in there and be like, give me money, loser. You really have to know your you know, your guy, and you have to know how to drain them. Um, you know, you just can't, I can't even explain it. You know my friend, CJ, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, she is phenomenal. You have to have her on the show. She's phenomenal with that. She could probably drain you guys out of $10,000 sitting on the phone. No way. No, no way. We're going to bring her on First as a all, challenge. Number one, Aaron is Jewish, so oh, forget no it. Way. And number two, <laughs> I, am, I am cheap. So you got a cheapo and a Jew. She's not getting anything out of us. No, and you no. know, I actually might wind up getting. I actually mind up might wind up getting her to pay for like a twenty-piece nugget for me by the time we're done. What? Exactly. She'll she'll be buying us McDonald's. I, I, might, I might twist the tables on her a little bit and get her to like take Aaron and I out to McDonald's or something. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know about that, but um, probably in her sweet new M3 that her guy just bought her. One of her guys. Wow. So she's gotten a, a vehicle. What else has she gotten? Boobs. Oh. I got she's actually never, ever, never met the guy before, ever, correct? No, no. I won't say his name. Um, But, yeah, no, she's not met him. I know they have a close online relationship. um, But, yeah, 
It's it's uh, and people don't believe it. Like the other girls would be like, no, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> so I let me ask it. you. This is the what the question I believe most of these people listening are probably thinking is at the end of all these sessions before you that you get paid. Do you have to have sex with these guys when you're meeting them? Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Our business is like mostly online. Never. We don't get naked. Are you kidding? He, he doesn't do anything sexual ever. So they're I giving you all anything. this money, and they're never—they're nothing—they're not getting any kind of uh, release. I know from my you. friends never. That's the whole thing. See, that's the beauty of financial domination. The humiliation behind it is knowing you just crossed over probably thousands of dollars to someone you'll never meet, someone you'll never have. That's wow. that's the whole dynamic behind it, pretty much. Now, okay. It's, now, it's, the, the next question this leads me to is: Do you ever look at guys? Um, and like, you know, in your regular life and you're like these fuck, cause you, I know you were a dancer before, as you said, mm-hmm. and I know the psycho psychology that goes behind that. And now you're doing this. Do you ever look at guys and you're like these sick fucks, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not of interested. Course. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at yeah. normal guys, you're like, they're, you know, you have no respect for men anymore. Um, in, in a sense. Yeah. You know, um, I, I know men's weaknesses and I know that, um, doing this and being in the final work, you know how to manipulate men and their weaknesses for your own financial gain. And, um, you know, it's not like I'm taking something that's not, you know, being put out there. You know, it's not like I'm robbing them or scamming them. Right. You know, they want it. So, <laughs> so do you think that, take it? do you think that a normal guy, like on your normal life, if you were meet a normal guy, you could, you could use these techniques and uh, exploit them if you wanted to. Um, if, if I wanted to, so um, technically you also could take PJ, for a lot of money, if you want, if you wanted to, you could. If I wanted to, I. But I, it's just you know which guys are. PJ is you know. PJ is what you would call weak mentally, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> he must not be listening right now, or he'd be objecting. Uh, to uh, this. Silence, silence, right there. No, I was waiting to hear what she would say. No, <laughs> you know, it's mostly it's mostly basically you're you're as we can't well the other girls if they hear this they'll hate me saying this customer. It's your customer base, you know. It's right. what they it's what they want. Right, gotcha. I can just take it from some guy on the street or some guy I met at a bar or you know from you guys or you know what I'm saying. It's just yeah, yeah, out. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You got it. PJ, any any yeah. other questions before we let Mysterious go? Oh man, um, I don't know. Um, you know what's going to happen, PJ? Is we're going to think of more questions and more scenarios to ask her in the future, and we're just going to have to have her back as we think of them. Because, yeah, you know. I get I get thrown off by the by the, um, I, the ball kicking just just blows my mind. I don't understand. Like, first of all, I wouldn't ever even pay for somebody to like suck me off or fuck me, let alone kick the shit out of my balls or like spit in my face or just take my money. So I, the, the whole like psychology behind it is is mind blowing. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, the weird thing is a lot of these guys are mostly virgins, and this is probably the only attention they can get from women anyway, which is negative attention. So. Have you ever come across like a really like handsome guy that had a weird fetish? Yes, I actually had a webcam phone customer who was a bodybuilder, and um, he he. I've seen his face, but he would wear a face mask for most sessions, and, and the stuff that he was into was pretty, pretty, probably the wildest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Um, he was actually a, a big bodybuilder into forced feminization. Do we know, do we know who he is? Is he, a, is he somebody that I, we would oh, know? I'm, I'm, 
I don't actually no. No, just a big guy. Yeah, I mean, I know he competed and everything, but I don't think he's like, you know, he's not like a well-known. But, you know, basically he was into like, oh, Mr. Mr. Stanley, Mr. Stanley, I I, want to be your little bitch. I want to be your little Uh, boy. Oh, I want to take estrogen for you. Oh, look at my For some reason, I I feel like it it, it might have been Chris Zimmerman. Am I crazy? Chris Zimmerman. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding, Chris Zimmerman, if you ever listen to this show. (laughs) That's funny. Oh. Poor Chris Zimmerman. You're so mean. PJ. That's a joke. He knows I love him. So horrible. Oh, I will let him uh, bust my balls. Have you ever been? Have you ever been in a relationship, Miss Devious, where the your significant other doesn't like what you do? She's married. Actually, I've been with the same guy for eleven years. Uh, married. Yeah, I've been married for like eight. Now. Does he mind yeah. what you do, or is is he cool with that, or does it bother him? You know, it's really crazy. Is he? He's just the type of person he does not care. As really? long as I'm happy, stay and safe. I mean, he'll come. He comes with me. Um, he's not into the fetish scene, really. Um, but he comes along to the events. He loves it. He loves the other girls, the dumb matrix. He loves watching. You know, he'll come to the fetish con and watch all the the fetish play. And he, you know, he knows the guy that I ball bust, and you know, he can't handle watching it either. But is he ever? Is he ever? Is he ever? Good living. Yeah, go ahead, PJ. Is there, anything that, is there anything that you do that freaks him out that just that he just can't watch or can't handle? Um, ball busting. I mean, he he partook. Um, he he's participated in a few um, video shoots where I needed like a guy, you know, and he participated. What does that Pretty mean? Shy. Um, actually, with that same guy, uh, what did we do? We did a foot, we did a foot fetish clip, and my husband basically just had to put his feet on the guy's back like a footrest through the whole. I don't know, just weird stuff like that. Like I'll just use. You know, I use my husband as like a prop. Like, okay, I need a good-looking guy in here. Get over here and sit down on the couch. And no, <laughs> huh. but um, yeah, he has no problem with it. He, he, I mean, he's taking phone calls. Sometimes he enjoys laughing. He loves laughing at the guys. Like if they're on webcam, he'll come by and peek over my shoulder, and he'll just be, and he'll yell, like, "Oh my god, what a loser! You're such a loser!" You know, he'll tell the boss and stuff. And and what if um, if what if one day your husband came to you and he said, "Honey, would you do me a favor, just?" Kick me in the balls. I've been wanting to ask you to kick me in the balls for years. <laughs> Just kick me once firmly in the nuts. Would it bother you? If he wanted it, I'd, no, if he really, really wanted it, I'd be like, okay, where, where's your little almond ball? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had the same problem with you. I guess I would. Interesting. If he, if he really Interesting. wanted it. I guess if it's really love, you'll kick. Uh, you'll kick. It's really love. You'll kick him in the balls. Yeah, that's nice. I hope that I hope that oh. Darielle never loves me that much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you, Miss Devious, for coming on the show. I can guarantee you that people are going to want to hear other questions asked that me and PJ neglected to think of this time, and I'm sure we'll come up okay. with other questions in the future. And we would love to have on all of your um, your friends. That uh, that have to do similar or even more unusual things in the future. I've and, got uh, lots of friends with great stories. So. Yes, yes, we definitely, we definitely are interested. That's for sure. Wouldn't you say, PJ? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely interested. Yes, it's fascinating. <laughs> yes, it's, it's going to be. I, I am sure they will all be uh, very fascinating. And I want to see if this one girl can take a, to give, get me and PJ to give her our, our money, which seems extremely yeah. unlikely. Yes. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll let her know. She'll um, probably do it. Do you that. want, Mistevious, do you want to give out your information so that if people want to get in touch with you and they want to have their balls smashed or something like that, you can do that for them? 
Um, they can find me on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, and my Twitter name is Ms. MZ underscore sexy flex. MZ, MZ sexy flex. Yeah, MZ, MZ underscore. Oh. Yeah, sexy flex. MZ underscore my, sexy flex. Yeah, that's my fetish um, Twitter. Very nice. Okay, good, good. And, and be very attractive, all you weirdos. So if you want the person smashing your balls and crushing your boxes to look good, she is the one that you I wonder if that even matters to these guys. But, yes, it's, yeah. she's attractive for sure. So Honestly, if I'm going to get my balls kicked, I'd prefer the girl to be pretty when she's doing it. That's just me. She's, and she's strong, too. She can kick the fucking shit out of your balls. Sorry. Oh, Isaac. she'll stomp the fuck out of Sorry, Isaac. She will destroy your, uh, your balls. Yeah, yeah. So be careful what you wish for. She'll stomp them big time. All right, Mistevious, thank you for coming on the show. I told you it'd be painless, and uh, yeah. it was fun. So we'll have you on again. It was. Yeah, it I was. You. Thank I you for having me. I told you. So, uh, PJ, uh, any last words to Mistevious? No, thank you. You did a great job, as I knew you would. And um, there will be in contact uh, in the very near future to set up some um, box crushing sessions. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. Did I say that on the air? I don't want people to know about that. Um, some diet uh, advice. You, diet you advice. did a great job. Yes. Yeah. All right. Make sure crunches. I need a loud crunch when you do it next time. You weren't, the crunches okay. weren't loud enough. Okay. I'll, I'll wear a special shoe to you and everything. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, PJ. It's just me and you again. Oh, long show. Long show tonight. Very, very long show. Very long show. It was a fun show. It was a fun show. It was fun. You know what started making it 